Welcome to Simmer Down with Viv. I'm your host, Vivian Chan. Each week, we will dive into a topic that I'm hungry for. I may or may not have a friend that will join me. The conversation may be a sweet one or just plain salty, but I promise you that it will be full of flavor. So much flavor that you can taste it with a recipe dedicated to that specific episode. Be sure to follow Simmer Down with Viv on Instagram for all recipe links, updates, and info. Now get comfy because we're going to turn the heat on low, let those baby bubbles pop, and simmer down into this week's juicy conversation. Hi guys and gals, welcome back to this week's brand new episode of Simmer Down with Viv. First off, I want to say thank you so much for all the positive feedback and the comments for episode 10, Meet My Parents. Um, I feel like it was a next step that we had to take naturally and of course sharing that sweet conversation with you guys meant everything um so thank you again and I mean that from the bottom of my heart so this week's conversation is not as sweet it's a little tough one it's actually been recorded several times in the past few months um I actually recorded it twice today and it's a toughie um but I feel like the time is right now. It's not as raw. The emotions have settled a little bit. And most importantly, I have been getting signs to talk to you guys about this. I don't know why, but there's been just things happening over and over again. Um, it's always been on my mind. You're probably like, what the heck are you talking about? So before we dive any deeper, it's about the frenemy. What is a frenemy? It's a friend that's actually an enemy. It's a compound word no it's a hybrid word it's a hybrid word um I don't actually know if it's an official word but it's a combination of a friend and enemy and how some friends can be fake and they are actually your enemy or friends that become your enemy um so why is this topic so important to me it all started last year I actually lost one of my what I thought was one of my closest friends because um, I've known her forever and I've been dealing with this a lot. It's been my, on my mind almost every single day, if not every week. Um, and it sucks. Um, so that was the first scenario. And then the second scenario was recently with a bunch of quote-unquote friends and I use that, to, I use that term very lightly um, slash people I used to work with. Um, I thought they were my friends because they would always text me or write comments on social media saying, this is so great, or even in person, just always being really positive. And I really appreciated that. However, that wasn't the case um, and it sucked. And then last but not least, it was actually a post from Reese Witherspoon. I think she reposted from Pink or Pink reposted from her. I don't know, but basically it was trending all over Instagram and an abbreviated version is to really look at your life and look at your friendships and you know as we get older sometimes we have to cut some of those out and keep the ones that are really meaningful um I'll read that passage a little later but I wanted you guys to know that this is the inspiration for this conversation I narrowed it down to five signs of a frenemy or a friend or foe whatever you want to call it I have to say these five signs are pretty good tell-all sign of if it's a bad friend or if it's just a fake friend. So let's dive right into it. So first off, number one sign is gossiping. Everyone thinks that gossiping is harmless. It's not. Gossiping is the root of rumors. It is how bad conversations start about people. 
it's spreading that negativity. I always say that gossiping is tied into karma. Why? Because the gossiper talks about everyone. No one is sacred. And let me tell you, if you think you're gossiping with one person, guess what? When you're not there, guess who they're talking about? So the friend that I grew up with, um, she gossiped about everyone. Nothing was sacred. And I knew she continued to talk about me. She told our mutual friends that my marriage was going to fall apart, that my career, everything was handed to me, all these things. I was really upset when I heard about it. It made me cry and it made me self-reflect for a couple of days. I'm like, is there something wrong with my marriage? I definitely knew that I did not have anything handed to me. I busted my butt. So I was like, what is happening? But I didn't take it to heart too much. And I was like, I don't, I know this is her deal. She's going to continue to spread vicious lies and rumors about everyone. And that's that. Don't take ownership of that. Give it back to them. Ignore them. And in terms of people that I used to work with, it was very similar. To my face, they would say the nicest things. Your videos are so good um, that you can multitask, all this stuff. However, behind my back, they were saying how much I sucked. They could have been better in front of the camera. How I have an accent. There is so much more. They went down and dirty. How do you make this negative into a positive? How do you change that? How do you break that cycle? When I hear someone talk gossip or bad things about someone else, I stop it. I shut it down. I don't want to hear it. If it's not constructive or it's really to help that person grow, I go, I really don't appreciate you talking about that person in that light. If you have something to say to them, you should say it to their face. If you truly feel that way, then yes, you should be like, hey, I have some feedback for you. They might not appreciate it, but at least you're being honest to that person, to their face. Repeating that and being involved in that makes you a gossiper as well. And you're continuing the cycle and that is not okay. Which brings me to my second point now. Competitiveness. It's okay to be competitive. Everyone should be a little competitive here and there. This should not be mistaken for competing every single day of your relationship. I'm talking about friendly competition can help you grow and push each other. But when it's, especially females, I feel like this is a really bad thing. It doesn't matter if it's what you wear, what you do. Like all of that stuff gets pinpointed around each other. And I don't get that. Especially with this old friend of mine. She would compete about every single thing. It was so tiring and it was so extra. And I hated that. Near the end, we did give each other space. And I think it helped for a little. It put a band-aid on things. But, you know, we're no longer friends. So I guess that band-aid, that infection got real nasty. Um, How do you switch that up with the competitiveness? Be supportive of each other. If you have a really good inner circle of friends, they're not like that. They're not negative. They're not always competing. I know with my best friends, we are constantly supporting each other. Tracy's got my back. I got Tracy's back. Michelle's the same way. When I tell her I like something, Michelle is the number one best shopper in the universe. She actually hunts it down for me because, oh, I found it for a coupon. Like, you should buy it now or do you need me to buy it for you? It's like things like that. And same way with me. If I see something cute for her, I'm like, hey, I found this. Do you want it? Like, that's what real friendship is. You've got each other's back. You're always thinking of each other and you always want to take care of one another. So that's, a, that's how you switch that negative into a positive. Okay, the third one. She's always putting you down. Good friends do not bring each other down. And let me tell you, she weighed me down. Girl, she was negative about so much stuff. My entire life, I've always been extremely skinny and very, I would say, undersized. I was late to development. (laughs) That's the best way of saying it. Like, I've had this boy from eighth grade. The best way he described me was, 
why are you as flat as a surfboard? Ouch. And he was just like, you know, you're cute and all, but if you weren't so flat chested and like you had no butt, then yeah, maybe we could have gone out. Not that I could have gone out at that point in my life because my parents were so strict, but I've always been hypersensitive about my body image. I am just all length. I feel like Michael Phelps with a wingspan, but not as cool. So she was definitely on the opposite side of my physical appearance. Even to this day, she would say, what does Jay have to hold on to? I'm like, shut your mouth. He's not complaining. And also, everyone's physical appearance is different. Come on. It's 2019. Well, back then it was 2018. But yeah, she would say really mean things. And I always thought I wasn't beautiful and I was extremely awkward. And I am awkward. I embrace that now. Now I'm like, whatever. This is the body God gave me. So I'm going to do the best way I can with it. But how do we change that negativity into a positive? Keep that inner circle tight. If someone is being negative and talking about you, kick them to the curb. You do not have time for that. Bye. Bye. Seriously. Love you for you. You're beautiful the way you are. And your inner circle is supposed to boost you up, not bring you down. And certainly not weigh you down into that negativity pool where they belong. So, girl, bye. Number four. There always needs to be a benefit. So it's not bad enough that they're competitive. They're negative, bringing you down. They also need to use you as a little stepping stool to get a benefit out of. With the old people I used to work with, they would ask me for tips of how to be better in front of the camera. Literally, I would sit there with them and say, you could do this better. Don't worry, you got this. Like, Be more comfortable, practice, talk about things that you know, things like that. They took the information and then they went behind me to talk behind my back. And in terms of that old friend, she knew how to work it. She knew how to work me like a little yo-yo. So she was very specific about her bridal shower festivities. And it was just me and one mutual friend. So there's two bridesmaids and basically we cover for everything. And it was like my time was up afterwards. She kicked me the curb so fast after her wedding. My time with her was done. So she kicked me to the curb like a little pumpkin. Cinderella, your carriage is done. Out the door you go. I no longer need you in my life. So how can you possibly turn something negative being used into something positive i'm more guarded with my time and i'm more guarded about who i let in my inner circle it's really that tight-knit circle that i don't expand too much um so yeah it's a day by day it's a learning experience and then last but not least i don't think this is a negative but it's definitely a sign it's to trust your gut your body knows and your mind knows what energy or vibes you're receiving your mind might not know just yet the fakeness of someone but your body definitely knows and truth be told I knew my gut was like she's a bad friend like you wouldn't do that but I always shuck it off I was just like no she's having a bad day or you know she's probably going through something I was always trying to find excuses for her meanwhile a part of me was just like if you ever did that to her you know she would cut you off so fast it's kind of like living in a little bit of fear as well And also, this doesn't have to just be like a friend that you've known for your whole life. I meet people and my body can just get tense. And I know something about their vibe just isn't right. 99% of that time, that instinct is correct. When I meet a fake person or a genuine person, the vibes are totally different. When it's genuine, I'm very open with them. I want to get to know them. It's, It's very natural to me. It's organic. But when I meet a fake person, my body is just like, mm, 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 mm. It's like smelling sour milk. Like my body just wants to retract and go, ooh, 
something's off. And that's usually why I just keep it straight business. Let's get to the point. Let's do what we need to do. I don't need to know anything about you. I don't want to sit down and have lunch with you. I just want to get in, do what I need to do and get out. And I feel like that's a really, it's a good thing to have. It's like your body's like telling you and protecting you in the best way they know how to. Um, I do work in a space where I meet a lot of different people. I'm usually good about the first or second conversation. I can understand a person is good or bad. But I always say, I'm not going to let, A few rotten apples ruin a whole tree for me. There's so many good people out there. There are. Don't ever let someone's nastiness dull you. Don't. You have to continue to be happy and be bright and find happiness and surround yourself with good people. Yes, I had a friend of me that was part of most of my life. And did it suck? Yes. But there's so many times I look back on it trying to find closure. And I'm like, we were friends for 20-something years. Was it really quality or just quantity? Were we hanging on to something that wasn't real? Apparently, I was. I really thought it was a real friendship. She's told people she's never wanted to be my friend after all these years. She just needed me to do things for her and her family. Does it suck? Does it hurt to hear that? Yes. But guess what happens after the hurt? You learn from it and you're able to move on. There are always going to be people that are going to smile give you compliments, and act like they're your best friend, want to hang out, everything like that. Say the right things to make you feel good. I know who you guys are. I see you. I might not hear you, but I see you. I'm not going to stoop to your level. I'll never stoop to your level. I've risen up, and I will continue to rise up. Why? Because I'm not going to surround my life with that bad energy. That's on you. That's how you live your life? Good luck. But let me tell you, turn to your left, turn to your right. Those people, just like you. Are they talking behind your back when you're not there? Probably. So just watch out. So let's lighten it up. Let's talk about the recipe of the week. This week, it's all about mini donut cakes. Oh, they're so cute. They are kind of like a better version of a cupcake. No liners, super fun, perfect for the gram. And that's why I made them. So they were inspired by the cake that I made for the friend of me for her bridal shower. I made a big version because it was her centerpiece cake. I never made a donut cake before. So I did a lot of research, baking times and stuff. And looking back on it, I have to say the donut cake symbolized our friendship. It symbolized a lot of friend of me friendships. You go around and around and around, but there's never any core to your friendship. There's never any substance. So that is what this is. These are mini little donuts. They remind me a lot of Homer Simpson's donuts. They have that iconic bright pink frosting and they have rainbow sprinkles. And it's just a mini version of that bridal shower cake that I made, which I, you know, I'm pretty proud of that cake and I love it. So we made it. We made it to the end of this conversation. It was hard. It was tough. Um, Before we leave each other for the week, as promised, I want to share Reese Witherspoon's post. Thought of the day. Edit your friendships. As you get older, you definitely have less time. Your friendships are critical. When you get very clear about how you want to live, you will want to surround yourself with people who share your same passions, joys, trials, and triumphs. Check your gut and consider how much your friendships, A, feel reciprocated, B, don't drain your life force, and more importantly, C, fill your tank with love and good energy. And that is what I hope for you guys. 
Cut the bad energy out. Life is so short. You don't need to surround yourself with bad people. And if you are a bad person that's listening to this, be a better person. You can be better. Yes, I am extremely upset with those people and I've cut them out of my life. But I don't wish bad on them. I hope they're able to learn and not and not cause pain to anyone anymore. Be a better person. We don't have to be friends. We never have to see each other again. We never have to speak to each other again. But just be a better human for your own sake. The world is hard enough. It takes the same energy to be a good person than a bad person. It might actually take more energy to be a bad person, to be quite honest. Don't feel like crap. Just be kind. Kindness is not weakness. Kindness is powerful. So spread kindness. I'll talk to you guys next week. Simmer Down with Viv is produced by me, Vivian Chan, and Tracy Gushkin from With You Media. For more information, visit Simmer Down with Viv on Instagram, With You Media on Instagram, or SimmerDownWithViv.com and WithYouMedia.com. When I'm prepping food and there's raw proteins involved, I always use a plastic cutting board. Why? Because I don't want cross-contamination. And material has the perfect cutting boards. They're actually called reboards. They come in four vibrant colors. And you want to know the best part? They come from 75% recycled plastic, 25% sugarcane, and 100% dishwasher safe. My two favorites are the Tide for all seafood and the Sand when I'm dealing with other proteins such as chicken or pork. Be sure to check them out at materialkitchen.com and use code SIMMERDOWNWITHVIV for 10% off. Now go on with your bad self and get cooking in that kitchen.